Hello, how you doing? My name is Ellie Angel Mobs, and I hope that on behalf of the team at Endometriosis Australia, you've had a great start to 2023. We have got some huge plans for this year because we are celebrating our 10th anniversary. So many exciting things are in the works, so keep an eye on the Endometriosis Australia website and socials for more details as to what's going to be happening. But In the podcast world, we're living with endo, the A to Z of endometriosis. We've got so many exciting episodes to share with you. The first, happening right now. Thank you so much for tuning on in. Irreverent is a TV show that is by Aussie writer Paddy McRae. Now, his sister Fiona is debilitated by endometriosis and he has witnessed firsthand her struggles with it. So decided, I'm going to write endometriosis into a storyline and lo and behold, this show is now on Netflix. You can stream it in Australia and New Zealand. Have a listen to the trailer. I'm reading things didn't go planned tonight. I killed Guido Montemurro. Where will you go? The other side of the planet. Can I get a whiskey? No wife, no purpose, zero future, all in the last 24 hours, just devoted to a god who doesn't give a cracker about me. The only way you're gonna survive is stay under cover. Has anybody in here seen God? Stop looking for God to give you something and go take it for yourself. Good morning, Father. Doesn't matter what dark hole Paulo's crawled into, his head will pop up for air. And when it does, you will be there to cut it off. Reverend Mackenzie Boyd will be a lightning rod for this time. How does someone who looks like that become a minister? All I'm trying to do is my job. I need to tend to my flock. There is no way you can pull off being a reverend. Oh, this is going to be a complete cock-up. You were supposed to help me, and now you've made everything worse. Hey, Red. Don't you know how to knock? Were you born in a tent or something? Technically, yeah. How did you know? Why is everything in this place so far apart? Church is going to be shut down. If you don't get those numbers up, you can say goodbye to your fake minister gig. If you don't have family, who's there to stop you from sinking? Maybe the mistakes are the whole point because they allow us to forgive. That ability to forgive is what makes this whole thing work. You should be careful. People might actually start to like you. This church is filled with delinquents, criminals, and people with no interest in God. Amen. There you go. That is irreverent. It's filmed up in Far North Queensland. It'll make you want to book a holiday there. Trust me, it's an Aussie-American comedy drama. There's plenty of action. You've got to check it out, especially for the Endo storyline. I got to catch up with Paddy and his sister Fiona to talk all about this show and how important it is that they have started the conversation of endometriosis on the big screen. Paddy McRae and Fiona, hello. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you, Ellie. Lovely to be here. Lovely to have you. And we've also got your sister on the line. Fiona, hello. Hi, Ellie. So nice to be here. Lovely to have you both because on Netflix there is a show that popped up and maybe my mum shared it with me and I've had friends sending it through to me as well. It's called Irreverent and it's launched on Netflix in Australia and New Zealand. It is an Australian-American comedy drama I could not believe it. And this is why my friends have been messaging it to me. There's a storyline in there 
about endometriosis. Finally, endo is getting talked about on TV shows. And um, and why did you think, hey, Paddy, I'm going to bring this into the, the TV world? Well, I mean, as a writer, you're kind of always searching for authentic characters. You're always kind of combing your, your friends and your family and taking the best of situations and stories and, and most essentially people. You build you build a drama on, on people. I don't suffer from endometriosis at all and for the vast majority of my life. In fact, until relatively recently, I'd never heard of it. Uh, but my little sister, Fee, uh, who's with us, does live with endometriosis. Uh, and like most people who, who live with endo, uh, took a very long time uh, to, 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 to learn about what, the, what endometriosis, endometriosis actually is and mm. to be diagnosed. And I thought... It was when I, you know, delved into it through Fee's story, it was the most extraordinary uh, difficulty and a sort of strange quirk of our medical system and our knowledge. And I thought the, the character Daisy in the show mm. that, that lives with Endo uh, was always based on Fee, um, going right back to when I started writing the show many, many years ago. Uh, and as Fee started her Endo journey, I thought it would be such an interesting point not just of, of the drama, but also to start uh, fostering conversations about something that is so challenging and so prevalent mm. and yet somehow uh, ducks, ducks the press a lot of the time. I would love to right now just play a snippet of Daisy's character discovering that she is an endo-warrior in the show Irreverent. Take a listen. So, Daisy, how have you been? Good. I have asked you in today. I've got cancer, haven't I? Oh, no. No cancer. There's no signs of tumours or cysts of any kind. Which is really good news. So, it's, it's, it's all in my head. I'm crazy. No, Daisy. The pain isn't imaginary. It's very real. I think you have a condition called endometriosis. Do you know what that is? It's where tissue, very similar to the lining of the uterus, grows outside the uterus and it can be extremely painful. The only way for me to confirm that diagnosis, though, is with an operation. It could be anything from five to $10,000. Or we could put you in the public system and I can put you on the waiting list. When I saw that scene, it spoke to me so much because I had that same thought, Fiona, when I was going through the endo diagnosis stage of it's all in my head. And I remember saying that to one of my doctors. I couldn't believe how real it was, Patty. And obviously you've just taken um, this, how Fiona's gone through it all herself and put it in this show. Yeah, well, I was extremely lucky. I mean, uh, you know, making stories and, and you know, the show is, is ultimately a piece of entertainment about people's journeys. It's a very delicate business. But I'm very lucky in that Fee is inc an incredible crusader uh, and an incredible advocate for endometriosis and under the understanding of endometriosis. And when I pitched her the idea of giving Daisy endo, she was so emotionally into it. It was beautiful. And she actually came onto the show as a consultant and worked with me, worked in the writer's room with the writers and worked with Tegan, who plays Daisy, uh, to talk about her experiences and roped in her medical team to, to make sure the language was perfect and um, I mean, she can speak to it herself much more articulately than I can, but she actually became a part of, of the show and of the creative team to make sure that we got it right. Fiona, how did it feel for you to when Patty said, hey, I'm, I'm going to bring endometriosis into this series? What did that mean to you? Oh, it was one of the 
most emotional moments of my life, I think. I was in a very particularly bad state mentally and physically and I'd been bedridden for about a year uh, when Paddy gave me the call saying he was going to try and push for this story. He obviously couldn't um, be sure that it would make it into the show, but he thought it was really important to tell the story of all these people suffering in silence. And, uh, yeah, it was it was a big moment. I, I felt so honoured that he took my journey seriously as, as well as our whole family have. And I think to know that the story of so many people would be told on a not only local platform but a global platform uh, meant so much and to be part of the team pulling it off was such an honour. Mm, absolutely. I've seen endometriosis pop up in other TV shows. Grey's Anatomy, I think there was one. There was also one in House as well. But the thing I loved about this too is that it's made here in Australia too. And, you know, it's firsthand you have both seen how endometriosis can control someone's life. So you get that authentic, you know, the, the portrayal in, that, in, the, in the show. Absolutely. And I think it's obviously later in the season we start to look at actually the diagnostic process, but I think it's just as important seeing those little moments throughout the show where Daisy's hanging out on a 37-degree day with her hot water bottle and anyone of my friends who has chronic pain has kind of been watching along being like, she's clearly got endo, you know, and it's this great storyline. Like, why does this young woman always have a hot water bottle? So there's these really... (laughs) beautiful little hints towards it that anyone who has chronic pain will Mm. really understand. And I think the writers did such a great job at incorporating all these funny little isms that come with chronic illness and Mm. and they really listened to me and, you know, asked for all the information I could possibly give. And Tegan Stimson, who plays Daisy, was so emotionally involved in the storyline and did such a good job of representing what endo can feel and look like. Mm, she really does. Um, you yeah. feel so sorry for her because it's like, oh, I've been there. I've had that experience and that emotion. When did you first start feeling crook, Fee? Can we ask you about your endo story? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think around 2016-17 I started having uh, painful periods, which I'd never experienced before which was a bit of a blessing in my kind of earlier years Um, and then followed by painful sex and um, irregular periods. And by 2018, I had to stop work completely and I haven't been back to work in the traditional sense since. Um, So I've now had I think six or seven laparoscopies and oophorectomies and Botox and kind of all the whole basket that comes along with endo so Mm. to have the opportunity to work with nbc and netflix and peacock um not only being able to financially support myself through doing that Mm. but also to be able to advocate and and have my story heard and and seen and so many others was just such a momentous for me. It really brings hope too for Fee, those endo warriors who have been struggling, have lost their jobs or are unable to work because of the debilitating pain that they're in. It shows them that, hey, you know, there are supportive workplaces out there that aren't going to dismiss you and, and, and want to be able to see you succeed. Oh, absolutely. And it was so 
great to be able to work with a team who understood that, you know, I might have to stop and take a break or I might cancel three minutes before because I was in a flare and, mm. and the whole team of writers was so understanding and considerate. Patty, for you as a brother, I've got an older brother and he's never really spoken to me about my endometriosis, despite me being an open book and blabbing about it in podcasts and in media and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you feel when you first realised, oh, this is this is quite a serious illness and my sister is in, in so much pain? Like, what can I do as a brother? Mm. That's a really interesting question and something I think about all the time because... Um, you know, to speak totally candidly about it, I think when you've got a loved one who's suffering pain, you go through a gamut of emotions and easily the most challenging thing for me as a brother, and I, and I think I'd probably, I'd probably speak to a lot of people's experience of having a family member who's suffering, um, is that you don't always know what you can do. You know, I'm not, I'm not a doctor. Um, you don't, I think... I think, and, and you know, I'd be interested in Fee's answer the same question, but I think the best thing you can do is be there with them in the pain and to use whatever you have to kind of um, to to sit beside them. And I think, you know, for me, uh, my, my gift and my professional life is in TV. So I think something, the thing that I could do, I can't do surgery, I can't fix it, I can't fix Fee. But what I can do is open up the discussion. So... I think easily the hardest part of um, for for me of feed living with endometriosis is the feeling of helplessness. Uh, easily the hardest part. Um, Fee has a has a particularly rough case of it and um, is very stoic and and will I'm sure underplay it. But but she is in and out of hospital constantly in flares. Um, you know on pain medication then on withdrawal and and it just has an absolutely um, brutal. Uh, journey and uh, as a as a brother as anyone that's hard to watch as a big brother it's particularly hard to watch so I think I've found some solace in 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 being able to talk to her in you know about the condition and to open the conversation up uh, wider is is I guess that one of the things that that I I can do absolutely and even by creating this conversation on the show is such a blessing yeah. for you to do. It is. It's a, it is a blessing and a privilege. Yeah. And, I, and I'm lucky. I mean, Fee is incredibly open, incredibly articulate and incredibly loving. So yeah. you get those three things in one person um, who's suffering and uh, it's, you know, I, I'm, I'm incredibly lucky and, and me and the rest of her family and all her friends around her are incredibly lucky because she's always a giving person. She doesn't... Um, she doesn't try and uh, drag anyone into pain. In fact, she uses her pain uh, to help the people around her. Oh, Fee, you sound like such a beautiful person. I just want to make you a cup of tea and give you a hot water bottle. <laughs> yeah, come over. <laughs> now, how did Netflix feel about having the Endo storyline in a series which is also based on this US criminal who is on the run and he escapes to beautiful far north Queensland. So there really is, it's quite a, a unique storyline where, yes, you get this crime, then you get the comedy, then you get the endometriosis thrown on in there. <laughs> Something for everybody. Uh, Netflix were incredibly supportive. I remember pitching this, the endo storyline to Q and Nicole and Hannah uh, at Netflix uh, very early in the piece. 
and they were nothing but supportive. I mean, people often say those sorts of things and throw them away, but it's it's true. Mm. Um, I, none of all, all three of the creative executives that we had on the show at Netflix uh, all had friends uh, living with endo and um, knew what it was uh, and were like, yeah, actually, um, you know, that's that's something that would be a big part of the show. And it wasn't, I think it's fair to say it's not shoehorned into the show. Sometimes you get things which can be a little bit crusady and a little bit on the nose, but it's an organic part of a character that has been baked into that character for years and is part of um, her natural journey throughout the show and her relationship with Mac, the, the guy who's living with her, who, you know, is one of the few people who listens and believes that something, that something might be going on, which was, you know, talking to Fee and reading um, about a lot of endosufferers, you know, the belief and the feeling that you're not crazy was such a huge part of his journey. Mm. That sort of medical gaslighting and all that sort of thing that makes it incredibly hard to... Um, to get the right kind of help, mm. um, so uh, yeah, that 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 part of the process was um, very rich. You must be overwhelmed by the responses to even just reading Netflix Australia and New Zealand shared a clip of that that bit I just played before where Daisy finds out about her endometriosis diagnosis, and the comments that are just on this, uh, a remarkable to be reading, um, you know, Carmen said, I love this storyline. I was 30 telling my doctor about my pain feeling, um, you know, that it was like as if her insides are being torn out and she went on to tell her, her excruciating story, but she did praise you just saying more TV shows need to show this sort of stuff as in the medical problems that can't be seen, but are real in 2023, open that conversation. So you must be blown away by all these comments, which are coming through. Oh, that stuff's incredibly gratifying. And that, that person actually nailed a broader a point that's even more broader than endometriosis, which is Fee's, um, Fee's big mission in life um, is uh, opening up discussions about invisible illness. And she can speak more to that than I can, but mm. um, it's, it's broader than endo as well. It's, it's um, and, it, you know, too often it's um, women or people with uteruses have, uh, go through things. Um, I'm told <laughs> I don't have a uterus, but uh, that are misdiagnosed or underfunded uh, and are invisible. And because you can't see them, they get pushed down, and people live with with chronic pain um, of all kinds for years, and it affects your life massively. Mm. But yes, that's incredibly gratifying to read that stuff. And that's I wish I could take credit, but it really is all fake. It's her story. <laughs> she came into the writers' room, and we just. She just said things that she felt and talked about the condition. We just said, thank you very much. And mm. we just ruthlessly stole. So um, I'm, I'm glad that the, the theft has uh, wound up in the place. <laughs> A good way of theft. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fee, you do, as your brother just mentioned, so when it comes to invisible illnesses, wanting to create more awareness around that. Um, how does it feel? I mean, I, I've got endometriosis too. I've got adenomyosis and all these other weird and wonderful things that, that, that endo brings you. How does it feel for you knowing that you've got this in, invisible illness and how have you been treated in the past with it? It's a very complex journey. I think it changes kind of day to day, hour to hour. I think um, the first few years were really hard. I felt like I was grieving a life I'd planned for myself that didn't look as I'd planned it. Uh, and I think 
once I came to terms with the fact that I would be living with this illness, I was able to kind of live alongside it rather than fight against it. I'd spent the first few years really looking for a fix or a, a really definitive answer to this chronic pain and all these changes in my body. But I think as soon as I realised that this might be hanging around for a while, um, I was able to start working out how I could use my voice and my story to advocate for those who'd been silenced because of their pain. And um, obviously working on a reverend was a big part of that journey. And um, I also run a web series where we tell people's stories and, and share stories about living with disability or chronic conditions. And that, that's been really cathartic for myself and everyone involved. You must hear some amazing stories and lots of stories from endo warriors as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's a wonderful community um, that's very open about talking about all of the very complicated parts of life that come with living with chronic illnesses, relationships and all the treatments that are out there or aren't out there, the research that's going on and particularly looking at the mental health side of things when it mm. comes to physical ailments that I feel often gets left behind and um yeah, it's just been so amazing to be able to talk with people and and now to be able to share part of those stories uh, in such a wonderful TV show. Yeah, absolutely. And you, know, you can just play to to friends that scene with Daisy and the scenes where she's there holding onto that hot water bottle in far north Queensland when it's bloody hot and, and you can just relate and go, yes, that that's, that's what it feels like. That's yeah. what I'm living with day in, day out. Absolutely. I was joking to Patty that as the story goes on, we've got to start Daisy up with a TENS machine because it's oh, far yes. too hot for her to have a hottie. She definitely needs a TENS machine. Yeah, let's get this girl a TENS. <laughs> and make sure you then claim it back on private health. Absolutely. We can do, side note. <laughs> How are you feeling at the moment, Feed? Like, what's, what's a, a, a good day for you? A good day is this, mm. hanging out and chatting to people about endo or chronic conditions. Mm. Um, I've had a pretty slow start to the year. I've been coming off all my opioids and um, and things like that, so being in withdrawal for most of the year, which yeah. I'm sure you know is quite a tedious process. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm still I, – I work um, for my web series, which is called Private Parts, so I, I work – doing that, but that's very dependent on my health. So sometimes that will be three hours a week and sometimes that's 20 hours a week. Mm. Um, but for the most part, I'm just always searching for things to assist uh, with my pain management. I'm, I'm still living in pain every single day. Mm -hmm. um, I'm now kind of getting to the point where I'm looking at more extreme treatments like doing medical menopause and things like this mm. um, just because it's been yeah nearly five years of of not being able to work and um, look after myself independently so just always kind of rechecking what's happening out there what research is going on connecting with people and I kind of feel like endos a choose your own adventure game and just got to try it all and see what works for you. Yeah, no case is exactly the same. Every patient is different. One thing may work for you, one thing may work for me, um, and you've just got to kind of try and give it a crack and see what works. Absolutely.
which is not easy because uh, it can get quite expensive too. It's like, oh, I'm going to spend $300 on this and it doesn't oh, work. Great. Absolutely. Can I get it's that money back? It's a very expensive <laughs> journey, isn't it? And it's, often like in, in my situation, I haven't had a regular job for so long that, yeah, without the assistance of friends or practitioners who are willing to see me and, you know, have heard about my story, I, I wouldn't be able to get the treatment that I need. So I'm very lucky to have a community that helped me kind of navigate this journey. Yeah. And the way that you speak about your endometriosis, uh, my mum actually said to me one day was, um, we've kind of just, it's like having a bad neighbour and you've kind of just got to get used to living next to that bad neighbour mm. and adjust to the way that they live life. And, you know, it may suck during times, but well, at least you could kind of know you're able to control it that way. Yeah, sometimes they turn the music down and you get a bit of peace. Yeah. Yeah, if only could turn the music down constantly. Like, can someone just unplug it? Great. Yeah. If only. If only. Now, Patty, I'd love to give you an opportunity just to plug this show in general. Why should people be watching Irreverent on Netflix other than for the endometriosis story? Look, I hope there's a few reasons, but I think the world is a is a difficult place to be at the moment. I think of all kinds of things from the, the invasion of Ukraine to the, you know, melting ice caps. Um, and I think, uh, I think what, what I want and I, I hope what audiences want is um, connection to community and ultimately a reverence to show about a fish out of water, you know, a, a, an American criminal who winds up in, in far north Queensland on a tropical beach and is forced to pretend to be the reverend and so he has to he has to appear to care for people and appear to love people in order to hide and stay alive i think it's a it's a fun idea i think it's a funny show but most of all it promotes community and love and connection between people it's about a guy who's a loner learning to connect winding up in a town which is full of nothing but uh, connection and i think you know we're all dying for stories that promote um connection and faith in people mm. <laughs> um, and so I think I think it's great I think it's escapist in all the right ways we get to go to you know tropical palms and beautiful blue water um, but also uh, it's funny it moves along very quickly uh, and at the center of it I hope there's a, a walloping sense of heart mm. and it will also make you want to book a holiday to far north Queensland to a beautiful mission beach which is where you filmed it must have been tough That's being right. there and I, I, and I personally get 15 percent of all profits and all tourism in mission <laughs> beach now so that's not true. Oh, we can send it to Tourism <laughs> Queensland. I know people. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the state government of Queensland was incredibly hospitable with us, actually, and really, really helped us out on Mission Beach itself. The town is worth a shout-out. They were the most hospitable, beautiful uh, people who made room for us in their little town and uh, treated us incredibly well, even when we were clogging up the roads and... Uh, driving trucks everywhere and putting up lights at night. They were they were the best. Oh, you're very lucky and blessed to have such a supportive community there. Yeah, I'll say. Yeah, it was great. Well, Patty McRae and your sister, Fee, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Uh, for Fee, for sharing your endo story. And I just hope that in 2023 you, you find what you need to help manage this illness and you get some answers. Thank you so much. It was such a great time. 
And to yep. Patty, I appreciate you and for what you have put onto the TV to get endometriosis just into the public eye on a Netflix show. Never thought that I would be saying those words. And the good thing is you're an Aussie and we like it when <laughs> Aussies do good stuff like this. Thanks, Ellie. I really appreciate it and um, and good on you. You guys are doing great stuff and, um, you know, we are so uh, stoked to be a small part of your family today. Once again, to Patty and Fiona, we really appreciate your time and for coming on the Living With Endo, the A to Z of endometriosis podcast. It is so good to see endometriosis getting some screen time on a show that is doing so well on Netflix. Go and stream it, irreverent. Tell your friends about it as well because I think that they will learn a thing or two about this disease. You can also learn so much at the Endometriosis Australia High Tees, which are happening again in March. There's events happening in Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, Hobart and Canberra and tickets are selling fast. So book yours. We would love to see you there. All the details are at endometriosisaustralia.org. As always, thank you so much for tuning on into this podcast. Make sure you share it. Give it a like. Give it five stars because that helps to let other people know that there is a podcast for endometriosis. We want to let as many endo warriors as possible across the world know that they are not alone and there is conversations being created in the podcast world for endo. Thank you again for joining in. Look forward to sharing another episode with you too of Living With Endo, the A to Z of endometriosis. Take care and I'll chat to you soon.